welcome to the comic book rundown. Tell story arc. If you want to check out our previous coverage, check out our last four episodes, as well as episodes 70 through 75, 161 through 166, and 338 through 342. This one is the Juniper Tree. Now, have you ever actually read nope. or heard of it? Nope. I've heard of it from this, but I never actually read it. See, I thought about looking it up, and then I was like, that yeah, seems that's like work. work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right there with you. So this one is written by... Ralph Tedesco and Joe Tyler. Pencils by Scott Woodward. Inks by Andrew Magum. Mangum. 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 Andrew Mangum. Colors by Mark McNabb. And letters by Art Monkeys. Uh, I'll say up top, the art isn't stellar on this issue. Uh, There's a point later on. Where the mom is following the daughter, I think, or following the stepson, I think. I don't know. And I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Right? This right here? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Because, like, first off, you, like she's nowhere to be seen in here. Correct. And then, like, you see, like... Uh, you, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. All right. So, starting out, we have got... Uh, oh, what's his name? Carolyn and... What is her stepbrother's name? I knew Brian. Brian. Why is it always Brian's in this? This is the third Brian I think we've had in here. In all the volumes or just in, in this? In these ones right here, I think. <clears throat> no, we had Steve and Drew. Brian was the Drew one Little Pigs. Pigs. And then Brian here. Okay, maybe that. Different spelling. Oh, yeah. That this makes... one has a Y. Why? We don't know, but it's spelled <laughs> that way. So Brian is a druggie. So, warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah. Drugs, cocaine, whatever. Uh, and he... Also, trigger warning. Um, Stupidity. Pornhub? Stepsister <laughs> Funny. Thing? I have right here, uh, 17-year-old Carolyn is being coerced into drugs by her 23-year-old stepbro looking for some Pornhub action. <laughs> like, I don't... I mean, I get it. It's... No, actually, no, I don't get it. I don't know. It's, it's literal... I think he is like 23 or 24 yeah, or something like that. he's 23 and she's 17. Yes, and so he's obviously... And she she's, is, she's, she's pining after him. He is... I think he sees that and is using that to his advantage because he's a user and abuser, similar to Edmund and Drew from Beauty and the Beast stories. Yeah. So he's basically... He's basically like, yeah, cocaine's great. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, Thomas Edison promoted cocaine. Uh, he invented the light switch or yep. whatever. And it's like, and she's like, oh, my God. Are you serious? That's so amazing. It's like twirling her hair. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> well, you know, what little hair she has. Um, the, the whole, and then, yeah. Well, and, then, and then he's like, he's like, uh, I'm serious, sis. Google it. And she's like, stop calling me sis. It creeps me out. And he's like, is stepsis better? Not and she's really. she's like, only when I'm stuck in the dryer. <laughs> One of one of my favorite things is my my friend Brian. Same spell, same spelling, not this guy. Every once in a while, he'll 
put in the group chat like something similar to the like Step bro, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was one where there was a cow stuck in a fence. I was like, <laughs> Step cow, what are you doing? <laughs> I did that. I did that last year for um, uh, Inktober. Uh, the word was stuck, so I drew a picture of a dude like stuck in the dryer, and it says, "Step sibling, what are you doing?" <laughs> so he's trying to convince carol to, he, he literally tells her he's like yo you gotta grow up sometime why don't you uh, go ahead and do a line yeah he's handing her the the whatever dollar bill or it's a hundred dollar bill probably it's probably a 20 he looks like a cheapskate <laughs> okay five dollar bills y'all oh hands her the bill and she's like fine i guess i'll do that and she's getting ready to she's scared and she's like i'm a little nervous yeah. it's like it's not like a line of coke's gonna kill you and then as soon as she's getting ready to snort it her mom gets home and it's she's like, oh, like god fuck like, you gotta get out of my room before she catches us. And he's like, no, it's, I'll just tell her I'm working on your computer or something. Also, uh, I guess I just noticed this for the first time. Uh, she's in her bra. Yeah. I didn't notice that before. Because she goes to grab a shirt to put it on. Like, yeah. Oh, it, okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he puts the Coke away. And her mom is, you know, calling up to her. and, Oh, hi, Mom. Like, I didn't hear you. Brian's fixing my computer. Yeah. So have you been taking computer classes now? And he's like, you bet. He's like, look, bleep, bloop, computer. <laughs> I think this is the on button as he hits enter. <laughs> I, I turned it off and then turned it on again. I don't and, know why it didn't I, work. And then I tried doing it to the computer and not just your daughter. Oh. Not just my stepsis. Um, so later on, we get Caroline to come down talking to her mom. And she's smoking in the house. Uh, the mom is. And she's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, it's been a very stressful day. And I, I need to talk to you. Um, when I married your stepfather, we both knew that Brian had a history. Drugs, uh, alcohol, rehab. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was unfair to put the situation on you. And Caroline is just like, what are you talking about? Brian's just a good guy. You guys just hate him for no reason at all. Like, I, this is just dumb. And then her mom's like, dude, we know you have a crush on him. And she's like, I'm not crushing on him. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Fine. Uh, and then she she leaves. Well, Caroline well, does. Yeah, her mom's After, like... They're arguing. The, the, she's like, look, we don't hate him. You know, we just don't trust him. And she's like, and uh, she's like, you know, we he's don't... He's broken our trust too yeah. many times. And she's like, well, don't you put your guilt on me. She's like, he's always good around me and blah, blah, blah. And then, she's, yeah, that's when she's like, I'm, just, I'm leaving. I'm getting the hell and out so of here. Then we get the picture of, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, so well, it's, I'm Bad assuming art. this I'm assuming this dude is selling drugs and he's got this line of kids out here. Like they Right? They look like a, they're 10 years queue. old. Yeah, it looks like a queue of like 10 to 13-year-olds buying drugs from this kingpin-looking motherfucker. But see, that's the other days. thing. It also looks like it's this club that he's the bouncer for and they're trying to get in. But like, but then we get. But the, um, but the mom is like, I'm not spying. I'm just making sure she's not getting in trouble. We get this picture of, I don't know who. It's possibly Caroline, but she's turning into the Incredible Hulk. But I see. I don't think it's Caroline. But she's the look. If you look at it, it's got the same eyebrow color, the same hair color, and then like I I. I and also for Brian as well. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's why I don't yeah. know. Like, is it just the mom thinking? That it's like, Him is she following coke. Brian or, or is she following? Like, I don't. Or maybe this is Brian snorting up all the rest of the coke that he had. <laughs> but again, like, I don't. Who knows? Was, but the 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 storyboard on this one is was not up. good. Yeah. Well, even like the her say like what like yeah everything's just everything's bad. 
<laughs> everything is not good. Everything is not good. Everything's bad. So she speeds off. Whatever. She. We next see her. Patricia is her name. Yeah. Call her start, Patty. Start. Stop and, calling her Carol's mom. And here we're gonna call her Patty Whack because she's about to put out a hit. Oh. Yeah. She's on the bench and this guy pops up. And Dude. Like, and all right, look. Stereotypical profiling, much. So the guy that's going to do the hit for her is a friend of hers cousin or a coworker of hers cousin. Mm-hmm. And just so happens to be a black dude in a wife beater in a beanie looking all nonchalant. She hands him an unlabeled envelope and uh, he's like, don't worry, I'll get this job done for you. Yeah. I'll make it look like an accident. And so he walks off and she's like, "I'm ne- she's, he's never going to touch my baby ever again. And then as she's going back to her car, Sella shows up. And she's like, look, I just ran into you. Sorry, I, uh, I saw your car here. I just... Thought I'd say yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry to say hi. What are you reading? Oh, fairy tales is quite interesting. You should probably read it, especially the one called The Juniper Tree. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll read it. <laughs> Again, gets compelled because I think that's just the power of the book. And we get the story of The Juniper Tree. And similar to past ones, these look explicitly like the characters we're following. Um, and it's... Okay, so... Um, She's doing the ahigo face there, except without her tongue out in the second picture. No, no, right okay. here. She's got the eyes crossed, looking up at him. The only thing that's missing is the tongue out. And uh, I'm just like, uh, oh, all right, guys. I see what you did there. So what you're saying is we need to find this artist because he probably does a lot of that. <laughs> but it's the... If Ellie were here, she, they'd know. <laughs> probably. Uh, it's... <laughs> Let's see. So uh, once upon a time, there stood a large and beautiful juniper tree. This tree sat in the estate of the wealthy nobleman. Um, blah, blah, blah. These trees cursed. Oh. <laughs> the legend has it was that it had been planted by a powerful warlock and had the ability to persuade human minds. Not many believe these stories, especially not the nobleman and his son, nor the nobleman's second wife or her daughter. But perhaps they should have. And it shows these two. Uh, Clarinda and Stuart. Stuart. Uh, apparently, they are madly in love. And different time. I'm using air quotes there. Different time. Um, They're step-siblings. They are step-siblings. Which, again, different time. Whatever. That probably happened a lot more. Well, hell, you know, I watched Game of Thrones. They happened a lot more than, uh, well, they, they than call just it, regular siblings. They, they had it back then, but it was called Porn Wheel. And, uh... <laughs> so they are trying... Like, Stuart is trying to convince Clorinda to... Run away with him. Run away with him. Like, your mom is can't control you. You're not a kid anymore. You're an adult. You don't need to stay here on my father's property with your mom getting old and not yep. having anybody. And she's like, oh, yes, I, I can't abandon my mother. And he's yeah, like, she's lonely because even, like, even though she's married to your dad, they, they're never around. Like, yeah, they hate each other. Your dad doesn't give her any love. Yeah. And we see mother the mother in the window here, <laughs> looking and watching. And so it goes to like next day or next night or something. It has to be some time because I'm pretty sure um, when the next panel, when Clorinda and Stuart are talking, it has not been three hours. But I don't know. So the the story progresses. Uh, the mother is has this dream where the tree is growing and crashes through their window and is. Telling her she is not safe, Stuart must be killed. Alright, cool, fine, whatever. Next page is Clorinda and Stuart 
they had just uh, lovingly embracing each other after Lying some naked in bed. We don't know. We don't know what happened. I mean, it's possible that, that you know she just tripped and fell into bed and landed on his dick, and um, he was trying to you know get her off his lap. No, he. She says, "I love you." Oh fuck! <laughs> All right, but she she agrees. <laughs> she finally kind of. I'm not saying finally agrees, but she's like, you know what? You're right, Stuart. Stepsis, what are you doing? You're right, Stuart. Uh, I don't want to be here with my mom anymore. I do love you. We should go. And so, again, time is whatever. Uh, It's been some time, and the mother is like, hey, I'm happy that you and my daughter are going to be leaving together i want to bake you uh an okay, apple pie or probably to say goodbye but i yeah. can't seem to get the uh uh tomb open uh, above <laughs> the, uh... it's the chest lid is stuck where the apples are stored and Stuart's like you know you you need to pry it open with this bar i thought we i know you know this so she's like hey could you grab a bunch of apples for me that'd be that'd be great and so as he's reaching in there she rips out the the bar and basically decapitates Stuart. Well, yeah, this this um, stone lid over top of this stone apple case mm-hmm. uh, probably weighs, you know, a good 400 pounds and Easy. she just drops it right on his neck. And then she goes and buries him out under the tree. We get Clorinda, like, crying. Well, also, we should notice that, like, where she buries him at, like, this green, like... Uh, oh, mist of sorts. Yeah, it goes up to the tree. Uh, and so then Clorinda is sad. Like, I don't know why he would leave me. He took all the stuff and didn't even leave a note. This, this is where the mother Gothel thing came in. Yep. Which is fair. And the mother is just like, you know, I will always be here for you. And, and she knows. She's like, I did it. This is great. But then that, that night or maybe whatever, again, time is whatever. Uh, Clorinda has a dream. And it is of this raven-esque bird thing uh, saying, basically saying that, you know, go look at the tree. Your like, mom killed your him. Your mom killed him under the tree. Which, I mean, how did she not notice the big fucking patch of... Right? Well, maybe she didn't go out to the tree again. I guess, but it's right outside of her, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But she goes there and she sees the freshly redone dirt. And she uh, goes back to the house, leaves her mom But at least she leaves a note, right? Yeah, this is great. And basically saying, you know, my heart's broken. I'm going to go. I got to kill myself. My heart's broken and now so is my neck. Yep. Um... So we get back to I'm not even, I can't say present day because this is actually taking place in the past. It's 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 this it's is... Stella's remembering of the tale. Yeah. So it goes back to that time. Um, the mother of what's her Caroline. name? Thank you, um, Patricia Patty yeah. Patty Whack. That's right. That's right. Uh, Patty is like well, I can't do this. So she calls up and the the friend the cancels the hit. Like I don't care if he keeps money. I we can't do this. Two weeks go by, and Brian... I got this new stuff from this chick, Belinda. It's supposed to be more pure than the other shit. And and Caroline's like, does it give you a better high? And Brian's just like, it's freaking better. I paid enough for it. And she's like, I want to try it. And Brian's like, are you sure? No, he says, oh, so you're all grown up now, huh? So she takes the first hit. And Brian's just like, well, how do you feel? It's like, I feel kind of... And then convulses and ultimately Starts bleeding from her nose and mouth and uh, yeah, ultimately she dies yeah 
Um, there they do get her to the hospital, but she dies there. And so, like I said, this is Sela remembering the tale because the juniper tree that the tree that she was at in the last issue was for, was for this. Tree. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And so this may have been one of the first canonically ones. wise her first um, failure. As, yeah, uh, what she saw as a first yeah. failure. And, uh, yes, because this is, you know, it's not supposed to happen like this. And this is, this is where she was first, like, you know, I, it was supposed to work out differently. Yep. Why didn't it? Mm-hmm. So, but that's where we end. Yeah.